Our scripture will come from Matthew, the 25th chapter, 31st through 46th verse. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he would put the sheep at the right hand and the goats at the left. Then the king would say to those at his right hand, Come, you are blessed by my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundations of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous would answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king would answer them, truly, I tell you, just as you did to the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he would say to those at his left hand, you that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me. Naked and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Then they also would answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he would answer them, truly, I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these would go away in into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. In scripture, the sheep get pretty good press. You remember that in Revelation, it was the lamb who sits upon the throne, making reference, of course, to our Lord. And do you remember Jesus' parable of the shepherd who left the 99 in the wilderness in order to seek after the one lost sheep? And don't we put ourselves in that category? And of course you remember that wonderful Psalm 23 where the Lord provides green pasture for his sheep, where the Lord provides still waters for his sheep, where the Lord provides protection even in the darkest valley for his sheep. This passage of scripture that has been read just a few moments ago is actually a passage of scripture that is attached to this day by a lectionary 
panel that decided that this is one that the church should focus on, on this last Sunday of the Christian year. And so we receive it, and it didn't sound too much like a Thanksgiving or a harvest scripture, did it? In fact, it is pretty severe. But as I said, we're thinking about the sheep here. And as we think about the sheep, there is another passage of scripture that is attached to this day. It is in Ezekiel chapter 34. These words will give you some consolation as the sheep are built up. For thus says the Lord God, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. As shepherds seek out their flocks when they are among the scattered sheep, so I will seek out my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places to which they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land. This passage goes on like this for quite some verses. But I do want to mention that there is one place in this passage where there is a blemish on the reputation of the sheep. And so, no offense to the sheep, but I want to read the 20th verse out of this chapter. Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. Now, that gives me a little bit of pause as I began to think to myself, who is going to be judged and how are they going to be judged? Here at the end of Matthew, Jesus shares another parable and the reputation of the sheep is sustained here because as he shares this parable near the very end of his earthly ministry. It is the case that Jesus talks about the Son of Man sitting upon the throne and judging all of the nations who will be gathered before him. And the Son of Man sitting on the throne will separate the people, the sheep from the goats. And so we're going with this metaphor. The people who are the sheep and the goats. You're saying to yourself, this is pretty simple stuff. We're with you. But think with me on this just a little bit. The sheep to the right, the goats to the left. And to the sheep who were on his right, he begins to speak in such loving ways. Come you who are blessed and inherit the kingdom that has been planned for you since the beginning of time. 
For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was sick and I was in prison and you visited me. And these sheep answer and they are absolutely more than humbled by what is being said because they say, when did we see you? They have no clue that they have done anything that was right. Then the king replied, when you cared for one of these least members of my family, you were caring for me. And as I said, it works out pretty well for the sheep, right? It works out really well for the sheep. On the other hand, however, I'm thinking that this really is a parable for the goats. Even before the king gets into why, he is wielding his royal authority and sending the goats on their way to a fiery and evil end. The equation is the same. I was hungry and you did not give me anything to eat. I was thirsty and did you quench my thirst? I was a stranger and you did not welcome me. I was naked and you gave me no clothing. I was sick and in prison and did you visit? And the goats answer, honestly, when did we see thee? When did we see thee? So you know how this goes. The king replied, when you did not care for one of the least of these, you did not care for me. I tell you, it didn't work out well for the goats. Not well at all. Not well at all. I heard of a pastor who got it in his mind to disguise himself on a Sunday morning. He was the pastor of a large metro church and as people were coming together for worship, he was a person who looked as a neighbor in need, may have been a neighbor without a home, but he placed himself just to the side of the steps that led to the sanctuary. And in that condition, not a single one of his congregation stopped to check to see what the need might be. Now, can you imagine what the congregation's reaction was 
when they found out that that was their pastor that was there? That's my first question. And the second question is, can you imagine me doing that outside the door here? <laughs> I won't put you through that. Even now, in fact, especially now, don't you hope that Pittman Park might be fully vibrant and fully fruitful in the way that Christ imagines for us to be? Oh, there's a host of things to tend, administrative things to be done, repairs to be made. I mean, this is a huge set of buildings on this property. There is always something to be tended. There are people that are acting as greeters as you come into worship and even helping you to know how to sit in a safe distance kind of way from one another in this sanctuary. There is someone that's checking your temp as you walk in the door. These things don't just happen. It requires planning and foresight. You are helping with this matter of gathering for worship by wearing your masks. There are many of you that have set up rooms and broken down rooms. You know what it's like to keep church going. And always in the midst of that stuff that's going on as far as church, there are these interruptions these interruptions that almost get in the way of what we know it takes to run the church. When one or more of our neighbors in need stops by the office and asks, can you help me? You realize this happens almost every day, don't you? Almost every day. I had a pastor tell me, this is not just a story that pastors tell, but this actually is a conversation that I had with another pastor in the South Georgia Conference. I had a conversation with a pastor in this conference who told me that he was busy getting ready for worship on Sunday when a young family happened in the doors of his church and he was between services and he greeted them as kindly as he could while knowing that he did not have time for this and in fact he turned to another staff member nearby and with frustration in his voice, he said he spoke to that staff member and said, deal with this. I don't have time for it. He was telling me this when he said, after that service, it occurred to him that the family had actually introduced themselves each by name, the father and the mother and the little boy, and it occurred to him that the little boy's name was Jesus. 
You get that, don't you? In Spanish, in English, Jesus. He said that just the thought of that, that he let this family go on their way, it haunts him to this day. Shane Claiborne is a Christian activist and author. He is a leader of what is considered to be a new monasticism movement that fortunately is claiming the lives of a number of young adults and middle-aged adults, especially across our nation and around the world. It is actually organized into the place of being a nonprofit now that is entitled The Simple Way. We didn't get this far with our reading. The passage of scripture that was being shared today was from the 25th chapter. But as we move into the beginning of the 26th chapter, do you remember that story that occurs when Jesus goes to the home of Simon the leper, which was another home at which he gathered in, in Bethany? You remember that Lazarus and Mary and Martha also lived in Bethany. And Jesus was not at their house on this occasion, but he was at the house of Simon the leper. And when he was there at that house, that there was a lady that came with a jar of precious ointment. And she popped the lid of that precious ointment on the edge of the table, perhaps, and then poured that ointment worth so much money right over the head of Jesus. Now the disciples were incensed. They could not believe the waste. Did she not know what she was doing and how that could have been used to care for so many poor people? Oh, the righteousness with which they looked at that situation and thought that they knew better. And yet Jesus could see through all of this in ways that they could not imagine. In fact, he said, the poor you will have with you always. And yet what she has done will be remembered as legend throughout the ages that are to come. Now, you and I, and I know this, I know this because I've actually heard it said, you and I use almost as an excuse for what we will not do to speak the words for the poor you will have with you always. As if in some way we are saying, there's only so much that people of means can do. The poor you will have with you always. 
But Shane Claiborne has a different understanding of that verse. For he says that when Jesus said, the poor you will have with you always, he was describing the job description of the church. That because of who the gathering of his followers are, that forever and ever, that there would be poor that would be coming together with them because they knew the safety and the care of God through their lives. Have I mentioned to you that this is Christ the King Sunday? (laughs) This is what this Sunday is called and maybe we're getting a better idea now of why this verse, these verses in Matthew 25 of the Son of Man seated upon the throne and offering his judgments might have been an important passage to link with this day. Christ, whom we call Lord, Christ, the King of all ages, the one whom we wish to praise, the one whom we wish to thank. Does he have a say in our lives? to control how we relate to our neighbors in need. The Son of Man on the throne. And I have but one question for all of us through whom the line of sheep and goats runs. Have you seen him lately?